Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc. Enjoy the message. We are at the very end of what's next. We, uh, we encountered knowing God in our first week. We, then we, we figured out what finding freedom is all about. Then last week we talked about discovering our purpose. And today I want to talk about making a difference. Making a difference. And no matter where you're at in the spiritual journey, I believe all of us, we want to make a difference, right? We all of us, all of us, we want to make a dent or an impact in some way, somehow. And our theme verse is Proverbs chapter, uh, excuse me, what's Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. And this has been our theme scripture. The reason why many of us are asking what's next is because we need to see what God sees. And this is what the scripture says. If people can't see what God is doing, they're going to stumble all over themselves. We're going to stumble into life. We're going to stumble into what we think is going to bring fulfillment. We're going to stumble into that career or that person or that girl or that guy or, or whatever that may be. And we're saying, God, I can't see what you're doing, so I'm just going to stumble through life. And I mean, no, God loves you more than that. That God created you on purpose and for a purpose. And this is what it says. But when we attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. We are most content. We have the missing piece to the void that is in our heart. And so today I want to talk about making a difference. And this is what Jesus said in John chapter 15. We've got a lot of Bible today, so let's go ahead and go. John chapter 15 through 8 through 11. And this is what Jesus says. Jesus says, this is to my Father's glory. That every single thing we do here at Avenue Church, every single thing we do in this life is for God's glory. That you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. And I love what he says here. I have told you this. Here's the reason why I'm telling you this. So that my joy may be in you. You know, when you make a difference, joy comes in your life. When you begin to find fulfillment in helping others, joy comes in your life. And it says that your joy may be complete. If you don't have joy in your life, then maybe it's time to start making a difference in others. Maybe it's time to start making a difference in the lives of others. That God doesn't want you just to have a career. He wants you to have a calling. God wants you to make a difference. Now this last Saturday, and I have you not yesterday but a week ago, uh, the crew came in, and, and parts of the crew came in. Can we give it up? They came in on a Saturday. Myself included, Pastor Monica and the crew, we came in on a Saturday, put our stuff out of the Connex. How many know we have a metal Connex that's outside? And so we went in there. Things are melting for the entire week. And then we go inside of it, open that thing up, and we, our, our crew pulled all the things out of it because at the very back is our water baptism equipment. So they brought all that out. They set it up in the courtyard area. And so they set up in the courtyard area, and they put water in it. We set it all up. We made sure not only was water in it, but we had put a pump in there that heats up the water one degree per hour. So it's nice and perfect for a Sunday morning. You like the details in that? Yeah. One degree per hour. What does that mean? It takes forever, okay? <laughs> so we had that out there. All of a sudden, Sunday morning, a different crew and some of the same crew came back in at 7 a.m., 7.30 in the morning. They set up our entire church so it looks like this on a Sunday morning. All the kids' room, pipe and drape, stuff in the parking lot. We water baptized 19 people. Come on. 
we water baptized 19 people that got inside that tank. And afterwards, we're celebrating. Our, then they come back in here. We tear this all down. We have a setup crew and then a teardown crew. We tear it all down. We do growth track step three and four. We clean this whole property up. There's some Sundays we're so excited about what God has done. Everything goes into the connex, and then we realize the baptism tank is still up. No! So we pump that thing out. Got it. I wish you could just go like this, right? But all the water has to get pumped out. We put it back into, into the connex. And then that Saturday, after we did all that, locked up about 3 o'clock, I went to an Avenue Youth meeting because we're launching Avenue Youth on September 8th. They got their own venue, their own thing, great leaders. It's going to be amazing for junior hires and high schoolers. So I'm in this amazing meeting with Avenue Youth. It's, I'm a former youth pastor, so I'm excited. If you're youth in here, it's going to be lit, okay? I'm so sorry I said that, right? Boom, dab, right? I'm so sorry. I'm now old. I'm the old youth pastor. Come over, right? Pull my pants up. And so I'm so excited for Avenue Youth. We had a great meeting. And then, I mean, my son and my family, they're part of my ministry too. So after we did all that, we took them to a movie. Went to a movie, had dinner, went back home. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Preached two services. And when I laid my hand on my pillow on that last Sunday, I was exhausted. I was tired. But when I laid my head on that pillow, I thought to myself, now that is how you live a day. Now that is how you make a difference. Not for me, but for the 19. Not for me, for our next generation. Not for me, but for the city of Las Vegas. Because I'm here to make a difference. And that's what God created us to do. He created us to make a difference. Now there's kind of this trend going on in a lot of churches. I love church. Hear me out. I believe the church is the hope of the world. I believe the church, God loves the church, so God's going to use the church for his praise and his glory. But there's kind of a trend that's been going on in churches where many of us will say, you know what, I, let's just do things that we enjoy. Let's stay internal. Let's not go out there. Let's not get our hands dirty. Let's create programs that really benefit me so I'm comfortable and I'm happy. And you know what my answer is to that? I'm so sorry for the lost people in your city. Because people need to hear the gospel message of Jesus Christ. That's a good place to say amen. amen. That many of us, we say, you know what, I want to make a difference, but I don't want to go and make the difference. But there's people out there that need us. There's people out there that need to hear the gospel message of Jesus Christ. I want to put these words on the screen behind me. My ultimate purpose in life is to make a difference for all eternity. My ultimate purpose in life is to make a difference for all eternity. And I'm here to tell you, church, we are on mission. Here's what Jesus said, John 17, verse 18. Jesus said this. He said, in the same way, in the same way you gave me a mission. So he's talking to the Father. God, you gave me a mission to die on the cross, to resurrect again. God, you gave me a mission to the world, so now I give them a mission. The church, we are on mission. We have an assignment. Last Sunday, we realized how to discover our purpose. Last Sunday, if you didn't miss it, you can watch it on YouTube or the podcast. But we can realize that God created us for good works beforehand. That he created us on purpose and for purpose. But guess what? God's also given us a mission. And so I believe when we discover our purpose, God says, now here is a mission. But here's what Paul says in Acts chapter 20. Paul says, I don't care about my own life. As Paul says, I have the most important thing is that I complete my mission. I complete 
my mission. I make a difference. I have a burning desire in my heart never to leave Las Vegas until I made a dent, until I made an impact for God's praise. And it says this, to the work of Jesus Christ has given me to tell the people the good news. The good news about God's grace. And so what's the mission, Pastor? Tell people about the good news. Tell people your story. Tell people your story. I'm not asking for jerk Christians, okay? I'm not asking for people that are like, turn or burn, calm down. All right, one time I went to dinner with a, with a minister, and he sat down, and he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to witness to the waitress. I said, okay, cool. I want to I see this happen. I'm ready. I'm going to take some notes. And the minister said uh, to the waitress, excuse me, did you know there's only two waitresses in this world? And she said, oh, really, what? He goes, those that are saved and those that are going to get saved, which one are you? And I was like, that's not going to work. Because Jesus always connected before he corrected we are, our mission is to tell people the good news, and I want us to preach the gospel, but if necessary, use words. Let your life be all about the good news of Jesus Christ. So I want to ask you this morning, what is your mission? Today, right now, what are you pursuing or running after? Because if we're pursuing the wrong mission, we're pursuing the wrong things, we're not going to find fulfillment. We're not going to find joy. We're not going to have that contentment. We're not going to feel blessed. I want to ask you, there has to be more to life than that vacation. There's got to be more to life than the weekend. For me, it is. Hashtag Sunday. Come on. Right, right, right. <laughs> but there's got to be more to life that we are made on purpose and for purpose. So I want you to write down two quick points. Number one, I want you to make a difference in your world. Because sometimes when we talk about making a difference, it gets a little overwhelming, right? There's 2 million people in the city of Las Vegas. We're going to reach all of them, right? We're like, woo, I don't know how to do that. That's big. That's huge. How are we going to do that as a church? We're going to start by making a difference in your world. That there are people in your life that God has placed in your life for reason, for purpose. And I believe that God wants you to make a difference in their life. Mark chapter 5 verse 19, he said, Jesus said, go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on your life. Tell everybody around you. I want to ask you a question, Eve. I didn't ask a 930 service. Do people in your work or do your family know how much you love Jesus? Right? Like I saw this Avenue video on, on YouTube. It was an advertisement for Avenue. And I saw you in it. You go to that church? Ah, right? Cover's blown. No. But are you making a difference in those that are closest to you? See, I love this. Jesus always connected before he corrected. What does that mean, church? That means we don't correct people before we connect with them. We make that connection. Come over for dinner. Let me know your world. There's an old quote, don't judge somebody's breakthrough until you know what they've been through. Well, I'm not going to judge somebody until I know their story. So do life with others. Begin, begin to share your life. See, there's two types of people that go to church. You ready for this one? Huh? There's two types of people that go to church. First time, first, first group would be those that we go to church for me, right? I wake up. I don't want to get up. When I get to Avenue Church, the coffee better be good. Come on, somebody. We got a new banner out there that says coffee's on us, right? It is free because God's love is free. Thank you, Lord. Taste and see the Lord is good. But because of your generosity, we're giving out free coffee. 
And so but coffee better be good, and I better come to the worship experience, and I better, they better sing my song. How many know what I'm talking about? Don't raise your hand, okay? They better sing my song. The Holy Spirit is in none of the songs except my song, right? <laughs> You'll stand there in the entire worship experience, go, that's nice, that's nice. But when they do your song, when Abby sings your song, you go, thank you, Jesus. He is finally here. Hallelujah. Right? Pastor Jeremy better preach a good message. It better be deep, right? It better be deep. It better be a good word for me. And I'm going to go home and get on with my life. That's kind of the first set. There's nothing wrong with that. Really? Right? But in the second set, maybe you say, you know what? A coworker comes to you or a friend that you love that's close to you but far from God. And they say, I keep, you keep, I keep hearing you talk about your church. Maybe you had that um, purpose card that you gave to them this week. And they said, I'm going to join you at church. And you're going, oh, no, really? And if you know what the second type of people is, people that are on mission, that when you come to Avenue Church and you bring a friend for the very first time, you know what's going to matter? Everything. It's going to matter if there's signs outside. It's going to matter if the greeter's smiling or not. You walk through and go, smile, right? Like, oh, praise the Lord, right? My friend is here. It's going to matter if the coffee's good and ready. It's going to matter if the worship experience. It's going to matter the songs. Guess what? It's not going to be your song. It's going to be a song that you pray makes sense to them. Because sometimes when we sing a song, we're like, lift your hands to the heavens. Your friend's like, I don't know what that means. Where's the heavens at, right? Like, what's going on? Every detail matters. When Pastor Jeremy preached, I once had somebody come up to me and say, I got a first-time guest here. You better preach good. Okay. I'm on it, baby. I'm ready. Pastor Jeremy, you better not. I pray Pastor Jeremy does not preach about giving today. Please don't preach about giving today. Right? Because my friend is here, right? For your friends, like the church just wants my money. They don't want your money. They don't even have buckets. And I come up here, I'm like, today I'm going to talk about giving. No, they do want your money. I'm so sorry. And when they raise their hand at the end of the worship experience, just put it up, put it right back down. We'll never embarrass them. We'll never call them out. But they pray a prayer that changes their life forever. And they go on a journey of knowing God, finding freedom, discovering their purpose. And they begin to make a difference right alongside with you. Guess what happens? We are on mission. I am on assignment. That's what happens when you begin to make a difference in your world. I love that our eight teams are on mission every single Sunday. And here's the thing. They're on mission for the one that is close to you that they don't even know. Every little detail, every little thing is so that others can hear the gospel message of Jesus Christ. After baptism, we water baptized 19 people. I just stayed in that baptism tank because I know not everyone's like extrovert, right? Like not everyone's like Pastor Jeremy. And so I stayed in that baptism tank and as people were kind of going home and grabbing sodas and drying off and getting prayed for, I saw a, a, a young gentleman off to the side and he just looked right at me. We made eye contact. I said, come on, come on over here. And you can see he just had a despair look on his face, but he wanted more. He wanted hope. So we talked for a minute. I'm in the baptism tank, right? My swimsuit is hanging out. He's on the outside. Because to tell me his story for a little bit. And then we pray a prayer. A prayer was Jesus come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. I now know who I am. I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. It was, a, it was an amazing moment because we're on mission. And then he started taking his shoes off. I said, what are you doing? He said, I got to get water baptized. Our usher team shows up with shirts. You want to put this shirt on? Nope. I got to get water baptized. He gets into the tank with his socks and pants and t-shirt on. And boom, we, bought a, we baptized him in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And out comes, and he's getting touched by God. 
Our prayer team ministers to him because they stuck around. They stayed. They went the extra mile. They prayed over him. A, a, a gentleman on our usher team ministered to him a little bit longer. All these things. Why, church? Because we're on mission. We're going after the one. So I want to make a difference in my world. But number two, I want you to make a difference beyond your world. Because if you make a difference in your world, God's going to make a difference beyond your world. He's going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask for, more than we could think of. But if we make a difference beyond our world, God's going to make a difference in our world. First, I said that backwards. If we make a difference in our world, just making sure you're paying attention, God will make a difference beyond our world. I love this. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22. When I am with those whose conscience bother them easily, I don't act as though I know it all. I don't act as I'm better. I don't act like they're foolish. But the result is that they're willing to let me help them. You know, God's always setting up opportunities all around us if we're looking for them, if we're ready for them. And this is what it says. Yes, whatever person's like, I try to find common ground with them. So he'll let me tell him about Jesus and let Jesus save him. A great example is every year at Avenue Church in November, we do a series called At the Movies. How many love At the Movies? Popcorn, soda. I'm not even up here. It's so polished because I'm on video, you know. And At the Movies is the season where we literally see the most salvations at Avenue Church. Why? Because we're finding common ground. Finding common ground. I remember the first time I pitched it to our team. Guys, we want to do a series called At the Movies. We'll play movie clips that are relevant to the Bible and we'll connect them together. We're finding common ground. And our team was like, We're watching movies for two hours on Sunday. No, that's not what we're doing. We're finding common ground. Pastor, how do I find common ground? I want you to write this down. How do I find common ground? I want you to find a need and fill it, and find a hurt and heal it. Find the need and fill it. That's how we find common ground. If somebody has a need in their life. I'm going to fill that need. I'm going to be Jesus to them. I'm going to have them fall in love with me so they can fall in love with Jesus and find the hurt and heal it. You know, this last week we gave out cards. If you were here last Sunday, we have some more extra at our usher team. And on the card it says, you were made on purpose. On the back side of that card it says, and for a purpose. It has directions to our church. And I asked our church this last Sunday, pray about somebody. And maybe you need to do that today. Just take a card on your way out that says made on purpose. Pray for somebody. And say, I think they need to know. They need a reminder that they were created for more. So I want to give you three words as I close this thing out today. The What's Next series is done. It's finished. Here we go. I'll write down three words that we use even at our interest social. It's already ones already behind me. Come on, somebody. They're back in the ready. They're ready in the back. But I want you to write down, pray, give, and go. Pray, give, and go. And I love these words. They're on the card on the way in when you walked in. There's a card that says, I was made for this. On the back side, it has our three words, pray, give, and go. And I love these three words because, uh, what, two and a half years ago, we were doing startup parties or interest socials for our church. And people came from everywhere, from Facebook, Google, from word of mouth, from relationships. And we asked them at the end of the interest social, will you join the team? Will you jump in? Will you pray? Will you give? And will you go? 
And church, I'm asking you as we enter into this next season of our church, September, October, this fall season, will you do number one, will you pray? Will you pray for our church? Will you pray for the growth of our church? But not only will we be wide, but also we'll be deep. Will you pray for people to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ through Avenue? Will you pray for other churches in our city? Will you pray for all those that are life-giving, that are making an impact? Will you pray for them too? We're not the only one. We're not the secret sauce here, but we're on Team Jesus. We're here to make a difference. Will you pray for our city? Our city is full of sex trafficking, those with addictions and habits, those that are in bondage. Can we pray for our city? Every single day, God, I pray for Las Vegas, Nevada. I love my city. I love what God is doing here. I've had pastors, I've said this many, many times, I've had pastors come up to me and go, really, you, you do ministry in Sin City? And uh, they're like, good job, security. Ho, ho, ho. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But here, here, let me, let me help you out. How many know, all of us, we work here, we live here. But people from their city come to my city and they make it Sin City. Can I get a day, man? But here's what I love about our city. The Bible, Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples. Well, guess what? They're coming from all across the world to Las Vegas, Nevada. What an opportunity. What an impact that we have. So let's pray for our city. Pray for our city. Pray for churches all across America. Pray for our churches. Pray for the churches that are launching this fall. My wife and I were coaching a church called Life Words Church, launching in just a couple weeks in Sacramento, California. Pray for them. Pray for Trey and his wife, Latasha. Pray for them. I also want to pray for missions. Every week we say, if, for, if you're a first-time guest, we're giving five bucks on your behalf. But there's 67,000 children in El Salvador that need food. Pray for them. Pray for our mission trips that we're going to be taking in 2020. Pray you get a passport on time. Come on, somebody. But pray for our mission trips. Pray we go to the right places. Pray that we're able to go a place in great need. Not just children, but buildings, different things that we can do. But be praying for that in 2020. Matthew chapter 9, verse 37. Jesus said to his disciples, and many of us, we've heard this scripture verse before. And it said, the harvest is plentiful. The harvest is huge. But the workers are few. The workers are few. Man, what an insight on God. But God is saying, it's, it's ready. When I look at our city, I'm grateful what God is doing in our city, but I see the harvest is ripe. The harvest is ready all across our city. But the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest. What does that mean? Let's pray. God, use us. God, use us. God, use us to send us out into the harvest field. Yeah, the harvest is huge. And so I believe there's not enough people, but let's begin to jump into the harvest. Number two, number one was pray. Number two is give, is give. The Bible says, do not store for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin and grasshoppers destroy. Come on, somebody. But where thieves break in and steal. That's Matthew chapter six, by the way. Where thieves break in and they steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. There your heart will be also. Where your treasure is, I can find your heart. 
But listen to me, church. You know what treasure is? Treasure is simply, i got to find it. Treasure is your whole attitude towards finances, possessions, and lifestyle. So God, I give you my heart. I give you everything. So I encourage you today, let's be able to give to make a legacy. Because we all have a gravitational pull to get stuff, myself included. If we, really, if we really sat down, we could look at our finances, look at all that we're doing every single day, where we're putting our time and our effort, and I could really look back and go, what are you going to make a difference in? I'm making a difference for stuff. And stuff's going to rust. And stuff's going to go away. But God, and I'm not, I'm not against stuff. Come on, somebody, right? I'm not against stuff. But I also want to leave a lasting impact. Not just treasures in heaven, but something that's going to be here for a long time. How many know Avenue Church? We're not just a five-year church or a 10-year church. This church is going to have our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. This church is going to be a city on a hill that cannot be hidden in the valley of Las Vegas, Nevada. We're going to make an impact. Why? Because this is good treasure. This is good ground. But man, I want to encourage you. But that will you, number one, we give of your time. We give of your time. That we don't pass the bucket here. My wife mentioned that. That we believe generosity is active. That we will never ask you to give. Will you please give? But what we'll ask you every single week is will you ask God and then obey him? Because God's going to put a desire in your heart to give. But man, give of your time. Time is so much more valuable than money. That greatest currency, I believe, uh, a pastor can have is people's time. People that came in on a Saturday. People that come in on a Sunday. I believe the greatest currency is time. But choose to live each day so it will be remembered in heaven. What are we doing with our time? God, I give you my time. I give you my time to serve. I give you my time to serve in the A-team, to go to growth track, to go to small group leader training. I give you my time. God, I give you an hour a week for your praise and your glory to make an impact. Maybe serve in community. I also put the last thing down was mentor. There's kind of this talk now of like, oh, millennials, right? Millennials and Gen Z, they're so annoying. You raise them. They're your millennials. <laughs> but instead of complaining, let's mentor. Let's coach. Let's impart what we have. Share your life. Share your Christ. But I would encourage you today, share your time. But number two, give of your talent. First Peter chapter 4, verse 10. So God has given each one of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. So if that is you today, and you said, Pastor, I'll pray. Pastor, I'm going to give of my time. I'm also going to give my talents. And we learned that last week, that before Christ created you, he created you for good works beforehand. That God didn't put you on this earth and went, ooh, they have no talents. Oh, they're, they're not good at anything. That's contradictory to what, the God, what God's Word says. The Bible says He placed purpose in you. He placed gifts on the inside of you. Then He put you on this earth. Why? Because He's got a mission. He's got a plan for your life. So join the A-team. Go to Grow Track. Partner with local organizations. Begin new things. Start new ministries that God has on your heart. So give of your time. Give of your talents. And number three, give of your treasure. Give of your treasure. 
Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says, Give, and it will be given to you. Press down, shaken together, running over. It'll be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. You know what I love about generosity? Generosity always comes back. Generosity always comes back. You get what you give. I can even break that down for you today. Do you want peace in your life? Then be a peacemaker. I got no peace in my life. I'm surrounded by gossip and drama. <laughs> well, what are you giving out? You want, to be, you want peace in your life? Be a peacemaker. Do you want good friends? I got no friends. I got no good friends. I encourage you. Do you want good friends? Then be a great friend. Be a great friend. I don't need that from you. I just need to be your friend. Be a great friend. Do you want money? Come on. Who wants money today, right? Make it rain, Jesus. <laughs> but do you want money? Then give it away. Because the measure you give will be given back unto you. But I love this video of my wife. That two and a half years ago, that this church was started. We started this church not to use people to build a church. But we started this church so that we can build up people. But because of this church, this church was built on the faithfulness and also the generosity of our people. So I want you to watch this real quick video of my wife. Hi there, my name is Pastor Lindsay, and together with my husband Jeremy, we planted Avenue Church in February of 2017. But I want to tell you a story. In fact, it was taking place just six weeks before launch, and it was Christmas time. There were 85 men and women, along with their children, that said, yes, we are ready to help launch this awesome life-giving church. And our team kept asking, well, where's it gonna be? Where is the home of Avenue Church? And I gotta tell you, my husband and I, we had asked 16 public schools if they could be the home of Avenue Church. And each of those 16 said, no. And so we're coming up, it's about a week or two before Christmas. We have no building and we're supposed to open this church in 2017, just six weeks later. And my husband happens to be driving by the Opportunity Village Anglestead campus. And something just said, come on inside. He was drawn to the building and he feels in his heart that this is the home of our church. This is where Avenue is going to be. This is where the story gets so fun. So we are just six weeks out from launch. We have a potential building. We didn't have all of our money raised yet. There's not enough money in the bank to launch. In fact, we have to prepare all the things you need to be able to open your doors on launch day. So after the board decided and gave us the thumbs up that, hey, let's step out on faith. And so we're getting ready to hop on an airplane to come home to Las Vegas when I get a phone call. And it's a couple from our launch team and they said they want to meet with us, that they have something to say to us that it's really big and they just want to meet. And here we are sitting at this restaurant and this couple is just so excited. You can tell they are busting at the seams to tell us. And the husband begins to open his mouth and he says, the Lord has been talking to me and to my wife. And we believe that we're supposed to give Avenue Church $35,000. And I begin to, to start having these tears come in my eyes and they're looking at me like, why are you crying? I go, you don't understand. You see, we're about to go to a meeting tomorrow where we wanna sign a lease to make a home for Avenue Church at Opportunity Village. And we didn't know where the money was gonna come from. It was just an incredible conversation. So it tears in our eyes later that night, Jeremy and I are just, just thanking God for all the things that he's doing because wow, that's $35,000. But guess what friends? 
it still was not enough. You see, when we had decided to become an ARC church, we knew that we were eligible for a grant. And that grant was that if you raised $50,000, they said that we will match $50,000. Later that evening, remember, it's the night before our big meeting, my husband gets an email and he finds out that a local church in Las Vegas wants to sponsor Avenue for an additional $50,000. Come on, somebody. That was one day in the life of Avenue where we received $85,000 in one day. Because hear me, when God asks you to do something, God will provide. And we were sweating, friends. We were six weeks out. We had no building. We didn't have enough money to buy all the amazing things that you see today at Avenue. But God does miracles and he uses people to build the kingdom of God. That is why we believe in generosity. We believe at Avenue that generosity is active. We believe that giving is part of our worship. We believe that tithing, is a biblical principle. In fact, giving is talked about more than any other word in the Bible. We are here today as a church because of the generosity of people. We exist as Avenue Church with our doors open because people responded with faithfulness when God blessed them. You see, giving is never something that we want from you. It's something that we want for you. So many people think a church just wants their money. No, 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 no. Giving, generosity, that is all worship in action when you're a Christian. Tithing is a biblical principle that we get to live out as God blesses the promises in His Word. And so we have a generous giving church. And Jeremy and I are so thankful to be able to pastor here at Avenue. What an honor it is to lead this awesome, generous, amazing church that was built on miracles. Come on. This church is a blessed church because we're a generous church. And I love, you know what I love about this church? Is we're all a bunch of nobodies telling everybody about a somebody named Jesus. That's all we're doing. Is we're making an impact together for God's praise and God's glory. And so through Feed One, we're trying to feed 67,000 kids in, uh, in El Salvador. Through ARC, just this year, because of your generosity, in 2019 only, that we've helped start 33 churches so far. And here's the bigger number. Out of 33 churches so far, 405 people took a step and accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. We move at the speed of generosity. And so we're helping other churches all across United States. Uh, so I'm going to encourage you on this last point, on the gift point, give your life away. Make a difference. And my very last point is go. Let's go. I want you to write this down. Maybe take a picture of this. I'm going to kind of give you the entire summary of this entire series. Is that the purpose of your life is to discover your gift. But the meaning of life is to give your gift away. Give your gift away. Help others. And let's begin to make a difference. Maybe this last card here is go. And maybe you've been sitting on the sideline or maybe you've been serving, but you're ready to go in other areas. Maybe you're ready to go and join the A-team. Go and go into growth track. Lead a small group. Or maybe you're like, I don't want to lead a small group. I have a house. I'll open up my, my home for a small group leader. Maybe it's the serve day. 
that we have coming up. Maybe it's, it's uh, joining the A-team, all these different opportunities that we have. But if we change our world one person at a time, I really believe we'll begin to change the world. I want to make a difference for all eternity. In Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, Isaiah's before God and he hears a voice. And God says, whom will I send? Who will go for me? And Isaiah said, here I am. Send me. Now, I love the picture of this Bible story because God is looking at nobody but Isaiah. Did you hear that? And God is going, who will I send? Who will go for me? And literally God's like, there's nobody else in the room, Isaiah. And Isaiah's like, me. Because God wants to use every single person. Here I am. Send me. And God said, go. Go and make a difference. That when we serve others, we magnify God. When we serve others, we're making a difference. And so here's one last video. Here's what happens, church. When we are on mission and for a mission, people join that mission. So watch this beautiful video of Kayla real quick. I knew of God. I didn't practice any religion before I went to Avenue. My friend Miranda, she invited me to Avenue. Her and her family, it was her mom and her younger brother. And I walked in, I was like, why are we going to this place? <laughs> I didn't know it was a church at first. And then Pastor Jeremy walked up to us and I, he was like a good pastor, all funny and all that. And I was like, what does this guy want from me? I don't know who he is. I went into the worship experience and worship, whoa, what is this? That's how I felt at first and then after I left and after like the service was over and I was getting back in the car, Marina's like, how do you feel about it? And I was like, it's good. It's just different. But I knew I wanted to come back because I was going through a hard time. And I just felt like I wanted to do something different with my life. I was living my life on repeat. I was very down, you could say. And going to the church, I was like, everyone is happy. And that made me feel happy. So that's why I kept going. One Sunday, I had Pastor Monica pray for me. And I didn't say anything. I just cried to her and she prayed for me. She knew exactly what to say. And I just sat down and I just felt so much weight lifted off of me. Take all my worry and sadness away from me. And just when I actually knew I'm okay now and I can get out of that dark hole that I'm not in no more, I raised my hand, I raised my hand and I'm like, okay, I gotta do something now. I either gotta do something about it and actually accept it or just keep saying, I'm just gonna raise my hand. I went through all that hard time so I can find Jesus. I got water baptized for the first time. It was an overwhelming day. My family came. Having the kids cheer for me, everyone cheering for me, it's just overwhelming because I've never felt so loved. I, I was going down and I came up and I was just like so much weight lifted off of me. It really did. <laughs> Avenue has pulled out of me um, leadership and like I've never thought I could ever be someone that could help people. Like I'm like that's not me. And then you go ask someone, yes that is. <laughs> I love being part of the 18 is because I have such a good friendship and they, I call them family is the main big thing for me. And they've helped me physically like get better and like mentally saying oh, it's okay 
and having a supportive system and having people that I can call when I need help with something or having someone that can pray for me and they're guiding me and helping me be better. Me knowing like I can make a difference and help people and like how people help me and having people that care and having a supportive system, that's all stuff I lacked at. Everyone goes through something, and everyone still to this day, even when they walk into church, they put it to the side, but once they leave, they go back to it. God has put a place, something in my heart so I can help people and touch people's heart, like people touch my heart. My name's Kayla, and I was made for this. Come on. Come on, church. Help me know we are on mission. It's not about us. And so I'm just excited to share that story of Kayla. And there's so many more stories that we could definitely put on video. But it's just a great reminder for us to pray, for us to give, and for us to go. And this is all I want to end with today is a historical story. Many, many, many years ago, there was a group that got together. And they had these small boats. And with these small boats, they would go out into sea. And they would rescue boats that were stranded rescue people that were floating on the ocean floor or on the, in, in the ocean, not in the ocean floor everywhere. Huh? <laughs> so they would go out, rescue boats, rescue people. This group began to grow and become very popular because they were making a difference. They are going out and saving lives. But as they continued to grow, they began to lose their why. And when you lose your why in what you're doing, you're going to lose your way. And later on, this group decided maybe people don't need rescuing. Maybe there's not that much out there, not much need. So this group decided to become what's called a yacht club. A prestigious club where you got to buy yourself to get in, be a part of this special group. And I'm here to tell you, church, we'll never be a club. We'll never be prestigious. We're going to go after the one. We're going to rescue lives. We're going to rescue people. We're never going to lose our why. We're never going to lose our way. Because we have vision from God to stay the course. Because I want people to know God. I want others to find freedom. I want them to discover their purpose. And I want us to make a difference for God's praise and God's glory. Will you stand with me, please? I want to pray over you today. I'm going to close this out. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for every single person that's here and ready to make a difference. But Father, I thank you that we have the opportunity daily to pray for our church, to pray for all the churches in the city of Las Vegas, pray for their pastors, but also God, pray for the growth of this church, that we can continue to go out there and to reach the one, to rescue the one. But Father, I thank you that we're giving I thank you for a generous church today. Father, I thank you. This is a church. Not only do they give of their time and their treasure, but they give of their talents. They give their all for you, Jesus. And God, I pray that I thank you. This is the church that we go. Father, I thank you. The Avenue Church, we're a church on motion. We're a church that is making a difference. If you're here today, this is your very first time, and you don't have love or joy or any purpose in your life, 
I want you to know I've been praying for you. I would love to give you a free gift today called salvation. No matter what you've done or where you've been, God did all this for you today so you can accept him and to start a new life through Jesus Christ. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if I'm speaking to you today and you're ready to take a step, you're ready to give Jesus your life, I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you forward. I just want you to put a hand up, put it right back down so I know who I'm praying for. If that is you, yes. Anyone else? Yes. Anyone else? Just put it up and right back down. Yes. Anyone else? Up. Yes. Right back down. Just up and right back down. Yes. Anyone else? Let's all pray a prayer together. Because how many of y'all, we don't pray alone at Avenue Church. I want everyone to say, dear Jesus, say thank you for dying for my sins. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Say, be Lord of my life. Say, be number one. Say, the best way I know how, I'm going to live for you. Say, with all my heart. Say, I now know who I am. I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. Say, I was made on purpose, for purpose. In Jesus' name, give God a shout and a praise and a clap today. Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc.